Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Break Room Banter, a hairstylist-adjacent podcast where each week two friends who happen to be hairstylists break down our week in the break room. I'm your host, Hunter Walden, and as always, I am joined by my lovely co-host, Anna Schrader, and today we are talking about therapy, aka unofficial therapy that happens while we're doing hair. Yes, and I feel like this is a pretty, this is a pretty uh, good episode to have here in the beginning, and something that I think we deal with a lot is other people's problems, for yeah. lack of a better, for lack of a better term. We deal with other people's problems a lot. Yeah, and so today I think that we're going to kind of crack into how we handle it right Mm -hmm. share with each other our methods Mm -hmm. of taking on that additional task in our career yeah before you do though hunter it's your turn to share with me a rose and a thorn from this week all right my rose for this week is that I'm going on vacation. Oh, do yes. tell. So I'm going to Orlando this week and I'm so excited. It's, I think the whole week is just gonna, it's gonna be one of two things. It's either gonna fly by or <laughs> it's gonna drag by in anticipation for va- vacation. But I think it's gonna fly by because I have something to look forward to. And mm-hmm. we're gonna go to Orlando we may spend a day at the park, one of the parks, to which... Do you know which one? To be determined. Probably okay. Epcot, because they have a new popcorn, collector's popcorn bowl, and the popcorn is rainbow. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you guys didn't know Hunter is obsessed with with Disney World. Disney World, Disneyland, Disney as an Disney. industry. Yeah. I have an aerial tattoo covering the bottom half of my arm and a Cinderella's castle covering the top half of my arm. And you're wearing a Lilo and Stitch. Moo moo. <laughs> Is Lilo and you Stitch could say it. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, okay. they I, are. I, I, I had to think so- about that for a second. I was like, wait, are they? But yeah, they are. Uh, and my thorn. Hmm. <laughs> What shall my thorn be? It's harder to think of a thorn when your rose is so big. Well, that's either a good thing because you're you don't have any, or it's a bad thing because you decompress. Like are there's... you you right. stop? <laughs> you forget about it and don't do. <laughs> that's what I do. Oh no. Uh I guess the my thorn is that I have to leave my babies. My aminals. So this week's rose and thorn. My rose is that I've been eating really, really good food. I made a delicious crock pot curry as well as crock pot chicken. And that is I've been holding true to my New Year's resolution of packing food. 
and it's been really great. And um, I invented a new sandwich today. What is that? that? Is that what you had for dinner? Yes, I ate it right before this podcast. And it was so good. I was craving, I think I've been, I've been eating so many sweets this week because of like coming off of Valentine's Day that I was just craving a lot of salt and like that like vinegary salty taste. So my go-to is like a um, grilled cheese with pickle and barbecue sauce. And I didn't have any barbecue sauce. So the alternative was some hummus that I made that was waiting to be eaten. Extra lemony hummus. Interesting. And some feta cheese. And a very weird substitute, but it was like grilled cheese with hummus, feta cheese added, and pickles. And it was amazing. It was so good. It was like the perfect salty thing that I just was craving. That I didn't um, want it to end. That makes me concerned, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Why? All of those things put together? Well, I I think I'm more of a plain guy. Not plain, like, I like food, but I think my my taste buds aren't as evolved as yours. I don't know if my taste buds are evolved or just confused, but um, (laughs) it was really yummy. And let's see, a thorn. Like you, I have a hard time sometimes thinking about thorns. I guess it was a good week. Um, Oh, so I went to order, like place an order for the salon of things that we really need updates. And so I ordered all new capes, like salon capes or not capes, aprons for all of us. Uh-huh. And Spindy. it's the rose and a thorn. And immediately after I ordered them, I realized that I put like 24 in the cart instead of like eight. Oh. I guess that's my thorn. And if I were to think long enough, I could probably think of a better thorn. But honestly, in keeping with what we're talking about. I would say the coldest week of winter. Huh? I would say the coldest week of winter approaching you is. <laughs> that's it a... has been so cold. There's a cold front right now. And I am like a stickler for, I live like right up the street from the salon. And it's like Mm -hmm. either a, no joke, 30 second drive or a three minute walk. Right. And so I push myself to walk every single day. And wait, wait, even in the snow? Yeah. Yep, I do. And it actually is, if we get a ton of snow, it actually works out for my favor because then I don't have to worry about like shoveling my car out. Yeah. Oh, here's a thorn. My friends pipes froze within keeping with a cold week her pipes oh, no. froze. thankfully they didn't nothing burst but like she none of the water works or drains so yeah she's like That's not good. it's never happened to me personally knock on wood but i've had i know a lot of people that it happens to especially if you have like a drain that's near an exterior wall do you know it's what we do here happen. in the South whenever it gets cold? We what? open our cabinets and leave the water running. Oh, open your cabinets. That's a good idea. Like, yeah. That's, we. I don't know we do why. Like, we, opening I, the cabinets. I've never heard of the opening cabinets, but that makes complete sense. 
And I'm sure you guys are familiar with that because your houses are not insulated. So when it does get cold, it's like really important that you do run that water. Yeah. I mean, our houses are insulated. They're just not, I guess, not as well insulated. Or maybe our pipes are not insulated like yours are. I remember hearing about this, like the storm in Texas, a big snowstorm. Oh, terrible. Yeah. Bradley's brother lives in San Antonio. They didn't have power for like two weeks. Oh my gosh, those poor people. And also, a lot of the plumbing is exposed outside. So it's not, they don't have basements. Like we do. Yeah, I don't, there's not very many basements here either. There's a lot of rock. That's so interesting to me. Mm-hmm. Every house here has a basement. Really? Yeah. That's it's so very, interesting very to me. It's very, very that you would find a house without a basement. Huh. For what? Like, what do you I need don't... a basement for? Well, I have a bunch of storage and I have my laundry, like my washer and my dryer down there. And I have clotheslines down there. So in the winter, I'll hang up my clothes. In the summer, it's too humid down there. It's like kind of there's water draining into the basement. And um, oh, that's not good. It's interesting because we have like a trough that's like chiseled into the like the floor of the basement. And that's where like the water, if there's any kind of leakage from spring, like the snow melting. Yeah. It will go into the trough into um it's called like a sump pump and then out into like the the drain, like the flowing sewer. Intriguing. <laughs> Isn't I am that intrigued. Yeah, we had a basement when we lived in Cincinnati, but we don't have one here. I think that's so interesting, especially because you guys have so many tornadoes. That's where you're supposed to go as a basement, but none of you have basements. <laughs> We have a, a Harry Potter closet at this house, so we would just go under the stairs. Or, like, in a bathtub, right? Yeah, but our bathtub's on the second floor. Oh, yeah. So that's Oh, that's so terrifying. Oh, my gosh. Tornadoes really scare me. That's... When it gets really cold here, like mm-hmm. these really frigid winter days, you'll hear us say things like, well, at least we don't have tornadoes. <laughs> At least we don't have hurricanes. <laughs> that is true. You just have snow. A lot of it, too. Yeah. Disgusting. <laughs> I like it. So, <laughs> so, Anna, what are we talking about today? Okay. Yeah, let's get back on topic. We're talking about therapy, And we introduced this and kind of gave you the idea of what therapy is. We're in the business of making people look good and... You've all heard, and we've heard, how many times? Well, you feel good, you look good. You look good, you feel good. They kind of go hand in hand. And a big part of, of like, making someone, like, what they think look good is also making them feel good. And so we have the privilege of, of sometimes being close. Like, we're a safe place for people. People mm-hmm. can come and share what's on their mind, what they're struggling with, because mm-hmm. we and are. I mean, listening. people tell their hairdressers everything. Yeah, and that, and it is such an honor to be that confidant. And do you also feel like the fact that we are touching people it makes them like open up? Feel more. more yeah, I think it makes them feel more comfortable to express themselves for sure. Yeah, like we're 
caring for them in a very like tangible way. So they open up and it's a, it's a privilege. I would agree with you there. A good thing to practice behind the chair is that active listening, mm-hmm. like Anna <laughs> so diligently practiced in our Rose and Thorn moment this morning. <laughs> um, yes. And um, sometimes people's problems can, I would say, be overwhelming. Right, Hunter? Absolutely, they where, can. Where we just don't know what to say. And I think in those moments, it's a good thing to remind ourselves that it's okay if you don't say anything. And it is, sometimes- because a lot of times people feel better with just someone listening. Yep. And it goes right back to that active listening of just being an ear and giving them. But part of active listening is when they're talking, responding, responding and asking questions in a way that's not just like a, uh-huh, uh-huh. Yup. Right. And then all of a sudden they're like, wait, what? You're not even listening. So I do find myself sometimes it's easy when you're really focusing on what you're doing to also be focusing on what they're saying. But, um, but it is therapeutic for people to just talk. It really is. I mean, that's why we have this podcast so that we can yeah. talk. <laughs> <laughs> this is our, this is our therapy. <laughs> this is our thing. <laughs> so but- yeah, listen. And, um, if, if you ever feel like you we're not licensed therapists we're not and sometimes i i wish i would go like i'm interested in going and taking a class on just like maybe some psychology yeah just just a little bit but i think the the therapist that i've talked to about this topic when things get deep is they always go back to just um suggesting that we listen and we continue to Mm -hmm. be there for people and um, encourage them to get help if things get deep. And um, we don't have to be fix-its. We can just be listeners. And then how do, we, how do we shake it off, though, Hunter? What are some of your techniques after you're done with an exhausting day? So I've yeah. always had a long commute to work. And I do like to drive. Uh, so my time alone in my car in silence, sometimes, sometimes it's not silent, but m- sometimes it is. Sometimes it needs to be. That is my decompressed time that I don't have to be emotionally invested in anything. Because some people are able to, you know, kind of turn off that emotional side and just listen but I am not one of those people so I do get kind of emotionally invested in my guests especially whenever they go through some tough times I for instance there was one time one of my absolute favorite clients in the entire world who has since moved back to Hawaii I consulted with her and we talked about what we were going to do with her hair and it was a big change she wanted to like cut it off like super super short and I was like yeah that's that's pretty exciting and it's not something that we hadn't talked about so it wasn't out of the normal 
So I shampoo her hair and I get her back to the chair. And right before I start to cut, she said that her husband passed away. Oh. Yeah. And so I had, I had, this is a client that I had had since I, my very first salon. So mm-hmm. seven, seven years I had known her and her family. Mm-hmm. And that took a, like a pretty big toll on me, honestly. And I was double booked. So I had someone immediately after her. Oh, and that's the hardest. That is right there is the hardest when you're just like, Ugh, I just want to sit with this person and listen, but you're also like someone is waiting for your time yes. and you don't because when you have those conversations, you're automatically going to work slower and you're going to stop, give them a hug, mm-hmm. give them, you know, whatever well, attention they need, because that's way more important than their hair in that moment. Yeah. And so, you know, here's the thing though. The next person that I had had just come from a doctor's appointment in which she found out she had breast cancer. Mm. This is in one day. Ouch. So, um, those, and then that was one of the nights that I definitely drove home in silence Mm. where there was no emotional availability left for me at the end of the day. Yeah. I, those are really tough, tough days. And, um, it's hard to know what to do with all of that. And I think, um, your technique of just getting some time to like think and process and then on to the next, I, I was going to say, I think the one, there's nothing good about that day at all. No. Um, for me, I feel you know, like actually be... there was something good about that day. Oh. They all left with a smile on their face. Okay. Well then see, absolutely. And so then you can, I think another technique would be looking at that and being like, I am here for them. Like mm-hmm. I get to be here for them and, and you made them happy mm-hmm. and that's saying a lot. And if you can like put it into perspective and then on to the next one, because you have that power to like make people feel safe and comfortable. Right. Um, and me, you know, hardest- it's also, I'm sorry, just one more thing on it. Uh, because the last guest, she said, I just want you to make me feel good and I really don't want to talk. And so I think it's important to also just let your guests know that if they don't need, if they can't talk to you and they just want to get their hair done, sometimes that's also what they need. Yep. And remind them that you are whatever they need you to be in that moment. If you want to listen, you're here. If you want to talk, you're here to listen. If you want to just close your eyes and relax, that's fine too. Just create a safe place for them. Mm-hmm. Um, what I was thinking of is I, what I struggle with the most is like you have one client that has a hard day and then your next client comes in and they're not having a hard day. They're having the best day of their life. <laughs> and there's, that's great. That's great. But how do you then pull yourself out of that low point to then meet their energy of like excited, happy, and ready to try something new and fun. Mm-hmm. That's where I struggle. I can, yeah. You know, it's like you send one person out and like with a big hug and like a, I'm here for you. We'll see you 
soon. And then the next one comes in and you're, and they're like, hi, oh my gosh, good to see you. You know, I feel like maybe I, I have a really easy time flipping a switch. I think I just triggered a memory. (laughs) And I think that it's because of having to flip that switch of straight gay Oh, interesting. So this is a self-discovery in this very moment. Um, Growing up, having to kind of flip that switch, like when you're by yourself, you can be this person. But when you're in public or when you're in church or when you're in front of anybody, you need to be this way. So I feel like with a lot of practice, I have been able, I'm, it's very easy for me to get out of that that vibe and get into the happy vibe mm-hmm. and kind yeah, of act like so, nothing's wrong that's interesting and it's like kind of cool that you put two and two together that's something you we, should talk to <laughs> to my therapist about <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so maybe there's something there maybe not but i think everyone does that to an extent yeah like everyone has one way that they feel when they're in a safe place and one way that they feel when they're not. But, Mm -hmm. um, also I, that is a technique that we learn as hairdressers is to Mm -hmm. be kind of like onto the next matching people's energy, which is a skill, but is draining because at the end of the day, that's another thing that we on our, if you have a long commute, Mm -hmm. And that's what's on your mind is like, okay, now it's time for me. Now mm-hmm. it's time for me to be in my safe place. And I don't have to match anyone else's energy. And sometimes just whatever it is, allowing yourself to have that. Yeah. And I think too, if for in order to create a safe space for someone else, it also has to be a safe space for you. So, so like the salon or the salon. Yeah, the salon. So to me, like whenever you said that creating a safe space, it kind of made me think of this. To me, the salon is like, this is where I do what I do and I do it to the best of my abilities, right? So like, this is my wheelhouse. This is where I am most comfortable is behind the chair or talking about hair. So for me to, and the salon that I'm in is an amazing environment. It has a beautiful culture which I think we should do an episode about culture because that's the most important thing in a salon. You don't, uh, and we'll, this is another thing we should talk about is the toxic positivity. I know we talked about this a while ago. We um, did, yeah. But sometimes it doesn't always have to be like, hi, hi, hi. You know, you, sometimes that just comes across as like fake and it's okay. I mean, you don't want to bring someone down. Like that's their time in the chair. But like, if you're safe, by being like just chill and mellow mm-hmm. that day. I mean, be nice and genuine, but it doesn't always have to be like a, oh my gosh, how are you? Kind of like, right. Fake. You know, it can, yeah. I had a client. You, how you are, you can be like, I'm doing good. You know what? I'm, I don't even know. It's hard because you don't want to be like the person, you know, you don't. And one thing that we do in our salon is you never ever tell, you treat, the people that tell you something in the salon chair is confidential. It's you sacred, do not carry yeah. that on to the next client. Right. And so you don't ever want to be like, Oh my gosh, guess what happened to the, the last client? It, but, um, just being like, it's okay. 
Yeah, just, you know, there's a lot going on right now, but we're good. We're rocking, we're rolling. I'm ready to make you beautiful. And I'm so happy you're here. Yes. Because at the end of the day, passion or not, it is. this is our job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Yeah, and whether you're excited to be doing another haircut or not, like you are happy to see them. And because you are, and if you have mm-hmm. that attitude, then it will, it will be fine. And then you can decompress when you're home. Exactly. Or on your commute. <laughs> yeah. But you don't have to be fake about it. That's where I'm getting at. Yeah. You it's, I feel like it is fine to let your client know that you're not feeling all great. If it's, you know, genuine. Just yeah. as long as they know you're still going to do a great job on their hair. Yep. Because that's really all that matters. They want they want the pretty hairs. And you have to know who you're talking to, too. So Yeah. That's what I was going to get to that. I was, or I was trying to get to that. I'm laughing so hard at your 500 teacups. <laughs> <laughs> I start with this mug because it's not insulated. Okay. And then, because I know I'm going to go through two cups while we're talking. And um, then I go to this one that is insulated and warm. It's all about staying warm. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. So now I'm on the, the insulated mug. <laughs> <laughs> you just always have a lot of liquids every, <laughs> everywhere. Here's this my morning we were, we were FaceTiming this morning. <laughs> See, always hydrated. <laughs> We were FaceTiming this morning and she let the camera slide a little bit and I saw (laughs) she had her whole coffee pot sitting next to my French press and her creamer so (laughs) she would have more coffee without having to get up and I think that it's genius and I just am now I'm noticing the pattern. Anna I'm will noticing always, this pattern too because I <laughs> one thing about Anna is that she will always be hydrated. <laughs> I am noticing this too. I didn't realize it and now it's a trend. <laughs> Coffee in the morning, tea at night, water all the time. <laughs> so what's your favorite way to uh decompress? I would say working out, going on a run, and um Can't not listening to music. Like Turn off the music, turn off the TV. If I'm mm-hmm. healthy, if I'm healthy, then I go on a run, meditate, and I do not have any kind of input of sound or visuals. That's a, that's a healthy decompress for me. A non-healthy decompress for me is go home, pour a tall glass of wine and turn on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Just Shameless. being real. More specifically. <laughs> I'm on a shameless kick. I just started the last season. So, okay. Have you watched Euphoria? No, I haven't. Everyone keeps on telling me about it. They say it's kind of oh dark, gosh. though. And do you have HBO Max? I don't. You can have I... my login. You can have Thank my login. You. I wasn't we'll... going to hint, but <laughs> I, you know, I don't have a friend that has allowed me their login. <clears throat> <laughs> don't have that one yet. <laughs> you can have my login, so you will okay, watch Euphoria. You can, I'm about to resubscribe to um, resubscribe subscribe to Apple Apple TV. 
So oh, you can have. Do you have girl, that one? Already got it. We got oh. all of them. Well, then maybe we- I don't need to subscribe. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> I will. Well, I think that the Apple one is connected to your specific thing. So like whenever yeah. Apple's not going to let you get away with anything. Yeah. It's <laughs> Apple is a, they know what they're doing, honestly. Yes. But, um, I do want to, I'm excited. I'm really excited that you're going to share with me because I also want to see, um, there's a new game of Thrones. It's not game of Thrones, but it's like a next season with the bloodline of the Targaryen. I forgot what it was called, like Dragon's Blood or something. I don't know. I'm making up names, but I'm really excited about it. I'm a huge Game of Thrones nerd. Really? I never got into it. I even tried to read the books. I listened to the books on tape while I was getting ready for work. So that was always like a very non-uplifting way to start my day because it was Mm -hmm. like, if you know anything about Game of Thrones, I'm not actually like condoning this show because it's extremely extremely violent and lots of death lots of lots of death lots of death um, and lots of the lots of uh colloidal um, actions yes lots of lots of spice coitus yeah (laughs) (laughs) say that word again really slowly close to the mic what (laughs) Coitus. I can't look at you while you do that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, pull it together. Pull it together. It's spicy. We'll just go with that. <laughs> spicy. Very spicy. Um, so you have to be prepared. Shield your eyes if you have children. Don't mm-hmm. let them watch. Euphoria is also very spicy. Oh, okay. Good good to know so speaking of spicy i have nothing spicy i i was just (laughs) speaking of spicy oh never mind (laughs) oh never mind (laughs) i was excited had a burrito the other day what and it was spicy anyways decompress um so an unhealthy way of decompressing would be watching um movies with lots of death and drinking that's where we that's how we got there yeah got it so avoid that. What not to do? One oh one. We're just keeping I mean, it real. Unless that's your is... healthy, unless that's your healthy way of doing it, right? Because yeah, doesn't everyone have a different healthy way of You're dealing so with right, everything? Hunter, because that could be someone else's way of like actually decompressing. Because mm-hmm. it might not affect them in the way that it affects me, which mm-hmm. is unhealthy. For- for me, doing that is more of an es- like an escapism thing. So for me, it would also be unhealthy because you're not think, it, you're not present in your life. Yes, and I think that is the key: is that how much is it happening? Because I think every once in a while, that's great. But if oh, it becomes- I could sit, I could lay on the couch and watch Netflix for days. Sometimes, <laughs> mm-hmm. I've I mean I've done it. Mm. So, would you I say that Grey's that's Anatomy season one to season eight in like two weeks when I was in college once? Were you trying to avoid homework? Everything. <laughs> <laughs> Everything is what I was trying to avoid. Because <laughs> that's what I did with Game of Thrones. 
was like just procrastinating to the max. So yeah, I think that it's everything in moderation. And mm-hmm. if that's always your go-to for me, at least, then I can see it as a pattern of unhealthiness. So um, that's when your therapy should maybe turn into therapy. Ta-da-da. Right. Ta-da-da. Yes. So never be <laughs> afraid to recommend that to your clients or to yourself and roll with it. It's something mm-hmm. that I've really wanted to do more of just because I think that everyone could use it no matter think if you're in a healthy or an unhealthy place, right? Right. And I think that it's no secret that most people in the world have gone through a lot of bad stuff in their life if you have lived life at all, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, so whenever people are talking about all of their issues I hate saying it like that there's got to be a better way to say that but whenever people are discussing with you in their therapy appointment things that they're going through I think it's important to also remember not to project that yes so um, if someone's talking an example of this would be projection would be like Hunter if you're if you tell me something that you're going through right now so like say it would be like I don't know something you're going through and a projection would be like oh yeah 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 yep I've been through that I understand this is how I got through it and mm-hmm. instead of just being like I am so sorry that you're going through this I can relate to you I don't know exactly how you're feeling but I'm here to um, help if you need help but most importantly I'm here to listen and be here for you Mm -hmm. I think one of the biggest or one of the most important things I've learned in life is to not everybody wants help so maybe just let them ask you instead of because I'm a helper and a fixer by nature but not everybody wants it and you can't unsolicitedly give someone advice by projecting what you did to get through your trauma because they're not going to use it the same way. Yeah. So yeah, don't always project. And this goes for not even in hard times, but also in good times. Like sometimes just let them have their win. Doesn't mean you always have to like be like, oh yeah, I've done that too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just let them say it and um, you don't have to always relate because every situation is so different Mm -hmm. I've been that person that is trying to always relate yeah and that's good I mean relating is really good to an extent because that's how you make friends you know Mm -hmm. but when it's constant like I've done that or yeah I know exactly what you're talking about Mm -hmm. like no, we don't actually know exactly what people are going through. All right, Hunter, myth time. All right, hit me with it. True or false? Wearing a hat causes baldness slash hair loss. Hmm, I'm going to say true because traction alopecia. Yeah, I would say that too. But this article says false. Hair oh. loss is a byproduct of hormonal and genetic factors. Male pattern baldness is actually caused by a hormone called, oh no, 
dihydrotestosterone, otherwise known as DHT. If your body is sensitive to this hormone, the DHT can actually cause the hair follicle to shrink and eventually lead to hair loss. So basically, don't blame the hat. Um, though traction alopecia is definitely a thing. I think that um, I think maybe the myth was referring to male pattern baldness because okay. that's different than traction alopecia. I think that we are correct, and I think that yeah. the article is lacking information. So, male pattern baldness is, if for those of you who do not know, is like the temple hair loss, the receding hairline, as well as the horseshoe the crown of the head. Yeah. And on that note, this has been another episode of Break Room Banter. If you're listening on your favorite podcast app, please leave us a five-star review just to let us know how we're doing. And if you are listening on YouTube, as we have for the last few weeks now, we're going to have another secret word. And the secret word this week is bald. (laughs) So if you listen to this, if you listen to this point in the podcast, go onto our YouTube channel and leave the comment with the word bald. Listen to the episode to find out. (laughs) (laughs) If you want to follow us on social media, I am at Herrick Hunter on Instagram. Our podcast Instagram is at Breakroom Banter Pod. And my lovely co-host Instagram is Anna.SHRHair. And until next time, bye. Bye.